Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Skim and Scout podcast. I'm your first host, Pascal. And I'm the other host, Sarah. And we're just a husband and wife that is just trying to talk about our lives, really. Um, Today is, what, March 23rd? Our son just turned one, and we wanted to talk about our experience and what we've learned so far and hopefully what to what things we want to do once once he gets older mm-hmm. um so i hope out of this podcast i can listen back on it and basically have it be kind of a time capsule for the two of us so what we thought we knew and then if we listen to this you know five years down the road then we can say oh that was really great or that was so dumb. I can't believe we thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just think it'd be really nice, like once Troy is older, or any of our other future kids, that they can listen to see what they, their parents sounded like in their late twenties and mm-hmm. early thirties. And it's also um, we're in the midst of a quarantine right now, <laughs> oh, so yes. we have a lot more time on our hands to be doing this. And so I think each episode we should also start with some kind of current event, mm-hmm. and this is that current event. The coronavirus is in full mode. Yeah. COVID-19, AKA the Chinese virus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I I guess with this podcast, we just want to ask each other questions and I guess see how we feel about it. Yeah. So my first question to Sarah would be, how would you identify yourself using five words or less? Ugh, I hate questions like this. This is like <laughs> college orientation question. But it's a, it's our intro podcast. The listeners deserve to know what you think you are. Okay. Five words to describe myself? Yeah, or less. Okay. I'm going to say... Uh, relaxed. Mm-hmm. Outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> all right. It's really yeah, yeah. hard to think. It's hard to describe yourself because obviously I want to say all these really great things, but yeah. I, it's I need to be as honest and transparent as possible. I know, but okay. Instead of just describing That's like, yourself, it's so I, broad of a question. Yeah, it was identify yourself. So like, what like parts? mom? Okay, there you yeah. go. No, but I don't, I am a mom, but I don't know. This is a really hard question. (laughs) Well, the follow-up to that question was, like, (laughs) well, since you said mom, like, that's obviously a new part of your identity. Mm -hmm. And as, as a mom, what sort of identity would you want Troy to have? Like, what specific elements? For example... Uh, an emotionally intelligent Korean man. That. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> there's, there's nothing else that you want? I just want him to be confident in himself. I think, I think I'm a pretty confident person just in general. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I care about what other people think, but mm-hmm. not enough to not say what I want mm-hmm. to say. But I'm also very considerate of other people. I don't, I would never say something that would offend somebody. I do think about how other people feel before I say things. I mm-hmm. think 
I think about that a lot, actually, just to make sure that other people are comfortable. Um, so then how would you teach Troy that? Um, well, it'd be all, I think it'd be a lot of situational things. Like something would have to come up and it'd be like, see, like so-and-so was sad because you did that, like whatever. Or so-and-so was happy, like, oh, you gave her or him a gift and it made him happy. Or you shared your toys and that made, you know, whatever happy. So I think it'll be more situational. There's no way I could be like, there's, there's really no way to teach that well, by saying it. You have to show them. The, the, the Jewish people, they have, they have a book that like kind of goes through these examples on like how to treat social situations. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of the book, but it's the one that's like the bestseller in Korea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, I mean, we could try getting him that. But I don't want to, but the thing with those kinds of things is like, you can't like force them to do those things. That's kind of just something that they need to, I feel like. No, you can absolutely force him to like read it and at least he doesn't have to like completely absorb it. If my parents gave me a book and was like, read this, it'll like, I'd be like, okay, I'm never going to read that. Well, we'd we'd force him. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I don't, okay. I don't know how that's going to work. We can take away his Wi-Fi. We can take away his, his iPad or whatever he's going to get. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. I also said Korean. Mm-hmm. So, what what do you think encapsulates a Korean man, and how do you plan on um, teaching him that? That's not as important to me. I think he needs to know where he came from, and I think that's that's important. But uh-huh. I, the things that I prioritize more is like being caring and having empathy and those kinds of things. It's not, culture isn't, is important to me. Like obviously like food and respecting your elders, like very typical things that we grew up doing. But to me, those aren't like as important as being kind to people and like stuff. So I would, yeah, I would prioritize other things more than like being Korean. Well, being kind is culture based as well. Like in America, like, if you ask questions, that's like showing that you care. Yeah, right, right, Korea, right. If you ask questions and if you're like, there's no. Yeah. Um, if it's like to a, like a person who's older, it's it's kind of seen as rude. Yeah. And I'm I'm more American than I am Korean, so yeah, I, I would. Me too. Yeah. So I mean, I think I'd teach. It'll be like a situational awareness because I think most of his friends growing up are going to be American. Like they're not going to be from Korea or Korean. Like, they're going to be American. So, I mean, I think it'd be, like, a situational thing. Like, obviously, if he's around, like, our parents' friends and stuff, like, he'll need to, like, eat inside and, like, bow and stuff and do that kind of stuff. And for New Year's, we'll still do, like, sebe and, like, all the things, like, Korean people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll be more situational. Like, our both of our Korean isn't very good. So, like, like, it's hard to enforce something that's, like, yeah. not even that instilled upon us other than us being Korean so yeah to me I think it'll be more of like a situational thing like he'll need to be aware and I want him to be like proud of the fact that he's Korean I don't want him to be like embarrassed of like speaking Korean or like calling us oma and appa instead of mom and dad like Mm -hmm. I don't but that also goes back to him being confident in who he is so like to me those are the things that I would like confidence I think is more important and then that in turn will be like oh cool like I like myself and I'm Korean, so I like that about myself. And that's how I would 
translate it, not necessarily like forcing him to like be Korean and like do Korean things. It's just like, if you like yourself, you'll like those things about you anyway. That's true. Yeah. You have any questions for me? I do. Um, so actually, well, this is a good segue because you weren't very interested in Korean culture at all mm -hmm. when we were like dating and stuff. Like you mm -hmm. just thought it was very, just the way the Korean culture is, is very different from American culture. Right. And so once we had Troy, it became very important to you that mm -hmm. Troy is very Korean now, which is very different from what you Well, it's not that I wanted voiced. to be very Korean. I but just, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're definitely like, you're starting to speak Korean to him now and like that was never anything that mm -hmm. I think you really cared about at all when we were dating or even when we were married and it was literally when we had Troy you're like oh, okay yeah. I think he needs to be Korean now so well I, I want him to be Korean enough where if he encounters other Korean people he's not like culture shocked or like he doesn't know how to behave yeah yeah so I, I want him to know like I guess I'd be as Korean as we are, like, even though we're not very Korean, mm -hmm. I want, like, we're still, be, we're able to be comfortable in both American settings and Korean settings. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said about being, right. like, situational culture. Yeah, exactly. Culture. But, like, yeah. if, if we don't expose him to it, like, how could he be as Korean as us if all we're really showing him is the American side? But we have our, like, our parents... Like, I think because our parents are around, like, yeah. I don't think it'll be lost. Like, he'll know it. But I think... We were our, we are as Korean as we are because our grandparents are uber Korean, whereas like our parents, Troy's grandparents, are not as Korean as our grandparents. So I think as it gets like more and more diluted, mm -hmm. it becomes harder and harder to like keep that culture intact, which is why I'm like kind of desperately trying to just like grab onto these little scraps just so he has like like a little familiarity with it. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting him to like speak But the Korean. thing is, is like now that he's the generation that he is, mm -hmm. there's going to be less instances of him even being in that situation. Like when he meets our friends, like usually when we were meeting our parents' friends, we would inside like do the respect exactly. thing. So but like when he, point. but when he meets our friend, when he meets his parents' friends, Troy meets our friends, yeah. they're going to be like, what's up, man? Like yeah. they're, there's, they're, they're not going to be that like exactly. that. Yeah. So that's, which is why I've been trying to like incorporate it more into our daily life. So he's not like completely thrown off. Like we got to experience that growing up when Troy will definitely not, or most likely won't. Yeah. But I'm just saying it'll be like way less frequent that he'll exactly. so experience if he, if those. Exactly. So if you want to teach him on a situational basis and yeah. he's not going to experience those situations, how can he learn? But why does he have to learn it if he's not going to experience those experiences? You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. a, it's the whole thing. Like, yeah. Like it's like teaching. I mean, because it's so much, it's so easy to be like, okay, so whenever you meet someone who only speaks Korean, you like bow to them to show your respect to say hello. Like that's all he needs to say and he might yeah, only do the, that like one or two times in his older. whole life. That's only if they're older. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but it might not happen. So we might have to physically just tell him that that's what happens because he won't know otherwise because that situation won't arise. Like you and I grew up going to like Korean churches and so we saw our parents, friends and a lot of adults who didn't speak any English whereas mm -hmm. like the only way we're going to have to teach Troy that is by physically telling him like this is what you do. Like some situations like won't really come up exactly. Yeah. So... That's just what that is, yeah. So I'm I'm comfortable with the fact that Troy probably will be exposed to way less Korean stuff 
just whatever the stuff is mm-hmm. that we are. Yeah. So like, I'm just okay with teaching him like the Korean things. He mm-hmm. doesn't like maybe language isn't as important, but just like we do this on New Year's, we do this on whatever. Yeah occasion for birthdays we eat this kind of food for this or whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah. i just don't want him to be like caught off guard like him thinking he's american and then going to school and then some kid calls him like a chink or slanty eyes or whatever yeah i mean i think nowadays it's like especially like the millennials like millennials are our our generation who are having kids now and like everyone's like woke now so like i'm hoping that like you know, racism will be, there's always going to be racism, but there's always going to be like a little bit less, especially with like everyone trying to be politically sensitive. And like, so I think, yes, he'll experience it, but not in the level that we had it when we were growing up. Mm. So, and again, that comes back to confidence. Like if people do that to you, if you have the confidence to just let it like bounce off you, then it's like, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that, that sort of confidence is, I think, more learned than it is innate. Yeah. And I, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just my, my thought on it. Mm-hmm. I think confidence is like very important to even, because if he's not confident in himself, he's not going to care about Korean stuff. He's going to be like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even like this about myself. So like yeah. making him like himself, I think is like one. And I do agree that he should um, be Korean and like learn all that he can. But I mm-hmm. think he needs to like, be himself and like love himself for that first otherwise he's not going to even want to care about the other parts of it yeah. because it doesn't come up so that's just my only my thing so we're going to send him to korean school <laughs> he can <laughs> um i mean i went to korean school it didn't really help that much yeah i went to korean school too my um my kunimo, my oldest aunt, was my teacher. And, like, it was, like, me and Jeff in the class. My cousin Jeff. And, like, if it's, like, a relative... It's, like, you're... Korean school, then. Yeah, if you're... What do you mean? That's Korean no, we school. were in a school. It was, like, at church. It was, like, they... It was, like, other kids were in it, too. Oh, but, like, okay. me and Jeff were, like, in it together. But it's, like, hard to listen to, like, your relatives try to teach you something because you're, like, you're my, you're my aunt. Like, that's not... And you mm. can kind of goof off a little bit. So it wasn't, like, yeah. real or whatever. Uh, that's, that's fair. Actually, I do remember my dad teaching me Korean when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, my mom like my mom tra- was teaching me and my sister a piano. Like, she's really good at it. But, like, when it's somebody else teaching you, it's, like... Or when it's a relative teaching you, you're, like, I don't want to do this. And you can just get more, like, whiny and cranky. Where That's why I actually had a piano teacher that wasn't my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a regular <laughs> piano teacher. Yeah. So... Do you have a second question? I have like a fun one. Oh. You had like really serious <laughs> ones. I have well, just like to, I, I think it's important. Yeah. Um, my second questions are a little easier. Just what do you like most about motherhood? Um, this is going to be super cheesy, but I like that I like it. Because mm. I thought I wasn't going to really love it that much. I knew it was something that I wanted to do and that that's something like... Mm-hmm. And, like, I even told you this, like, if we never had kids, I think I'd, I'd be fine with it. Like, if it never happened for us, I think I'd just, like, live my life. I know you would be really upset, and mm-hmm. that's something you really wanted to do. But if we didn't, I think I'd be okay. But I think I'm just very grateful that I like motherhood. Mm. Just, I, I like that I like it. Because I could have not liked it, but I like true. that I like it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Troy's also, like, pretty easy. Yeah. Like, the first year has been very, I'm very grateful to how Troy has grown up but yeah. I like that I like it 
that's my <laughs> that's what I like about it. <laughs> I knew that you would. Yeah. And my other question is the hardest part about motherhood. What do you think is the hardest part? Mm, the hardest part? Mm-hmm. I think it's like the worry. Mm. Like every time he goes to the pediatrician, like I'm like, okay, like, and I give you like a list of like a thousand questions to ask them if I, like, if you go instead of me. So I think it's like the worrying that's like the worst part. But there's nothing I can do about that. That's just like yeah. what I'm going to have to deal with. So that's yeah, my constant thing. fear. Yeah. Okay. So my question. So I'm going to give you three fictional parents. Okay. And then of those three, you say, which one's your favorite and uh -huh. then what you like about them okay okay uh, these are completely fictional right they're not yeah no no they're pictures. fictional they're like cartoons okay okay well kind of they're like they're characters okay so phil and claire dumpy okay oh, from modern family bob and linda belcher from oh. bob's burgers or jim and pam from the office yeah. so which set of parents and they're all like obviously they're all like yeah, comical yeah, and whatever yeah. but like you just pick who is your favorite couple like mm -hmm. parenting couple and why they're your favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jim and Pam are my least favorite. Okay. Yeah. Because they care more about, I feel like, themselves than they do yeah. about the I kids. mean, to be fair, the show was, like, about their love life. <laughs> yeah. So, like, obviously so, they didn't show them parenting. So. But I couldn't think of any other parents to, like, compare. But, <laughs> yeah. And a toss between Bob and Phil Dunphy. Mm -hmm. uh, it's tough, right? It's really tough. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen any of the later episodes of Modern Family. Yeah, same. But I'm just basing it off, like, it's yeah. not like their personalities, yeah, I don't yeah. think, really change that much over the season. It's kind of just, like, well, I, I think I high strong versus, like, goofy, yeah. like, silly, yeah. I, I relate more to Phil Dunphy, so I'm going to go with the, with the Dunphys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The Belchers, yeah. They, they have their, I feel like they're tighter knit, but they it's are. also due to the fact that they're they're always constantly together and like the working together the yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's just a side effect of that but what do you like about phil and claire's relation like their parenting style like what about the two of them do you like just that how much they care and how much they like put towards parenting mm -hmm. like obviously they're not like um they're not like completely selfish people or you know they have their careers and stuff and mm -hmm. it's a, it is a show of course but mm -hmm. yeah like they always care they always put like how the kid would feel first and they're always trying to like be a part of their lives mm, okay no yeah. matter what their interest yeah. is yeah yeah well phil of course because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah, I thought that was a funny question. That I just wanted to see. Question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob just, I feel like Bob just kind of like lucked into having like such a great wife and kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just yeah. kind of like there. He's just like, uh. And, yeah. And, well, uh, him and, um, he gets along the best. Well, he gets along with all of them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah in just like a different way. Yeah. Like these kids' personalities, like where could they possibly Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, cartoon. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He's just lucky that he has such vibrant children yeah mm -hmm. those are my only questions like yeah but he, he is a good dad and like letting them be themselves mm -hmm. you know? yeah i think that could be a whole other episode like picking a fictional character yeah. or a fictional parenting couple and say like basically do like a whole analysis of like what we think what we want to take from their mm -hmm. their relationship because mm -hmm. like the relationship between the parents is just as important as like parenting too yeah yeah so 
So those are my my questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Cool. That's twenty minutes, and I think that's perfect amount of time. Who wants to listen to us talk? For <laughs> Tons of people. Yeah. Eighty-one <laughs> people listen to our testing. So. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't but know. Whatever.